What up, everybody? This is Dario Hunt, and we are back with Volume 4 of Music Files. With me, as always, my co-host, Mr. Darius Walker. Say what up. What's up, everybody? It's artist Darius Walker. Welcome back. We appreciate you for coming. So today is November 8th, and this is a very important day in America, for those who don't know. <laughs> 2016, November 8th, yeah. This is the election day. We will find out in a few hours which, uh, I'll say the lesser of the two bad choices, will become president. Indeed. The American people are deciding today who will lead for the next four years, at least. (laughs) Freya, did you vote? I voted. You voted. You voted today or you voted earlier? I voted earlier. I had to vote earlier because I'm not a registered voter in New York, so I did. Uh, yeah, you mail. had to do your mail in. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, I do it online, <laughs> and I just hope. Yeah, yeah. I just hope this shit works out. <laughs> it looked like a joke. Like honestly, when I seen Trump's name on it, I like laughed low key, like out loud. I literally seen his name and was like, what? <laughs> Very, very frustrating times right now. Um, I just did a post, actually, about, you know, South Park and how they've been covering about all these issues going on in America. You guys should definitely check that out. But um, but other than that, with elections, I want to talk a little bit about it because all these musicians, especially rappers, are getting involved right now. I don't know if you saw that. Right. Oh, yeah, a lot of rappers. T.I., like, I mean... T.I. did a whole mixtape. Common is doing a lot. He's coming out with the project. As we speak, I just read that YG is out in L.A. handing out uh, Fuck Donald Trump uh, donuts or cupcakes, something like that. (laughs) Yo, YG is the man. For those of you who don't know who (laughs) YG is, you need to check out YG and look up... Okay, there's two of them. Fuck Donald Trump 1 and Fuck Donald Trump 2. The second one has Macklemore and Ryan Lewis on it. Two white boy rappers that are like blowing up. Okay, the first one's dope too. Check out YG. Fuck Donald Trump. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, ever since... He probably had the most uh, politically charged gangster rap album of the year. uh, Past five years with Still Brazy. I was surprised. Yeah, I didn't I, know he was coming with that. Yeah, I, I didn't was think he, you know, cared that much, but he does apparently. <laughs> he and does. He's out there handing fuck Donald Trump donuts to people. I mean, so Cali- go vote. That's good because California has the most votes out of all the states, <laughs> and they then, have uh, the most. <laughs> and then uh, who else? Chance, Chance mm. did a little concert, and then he Chance was like. The rapper. Hundreds, they're saying hundreds up to thousands of people to the voting booths. Yeah, he did this thing called um, Parade to the Polls. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, he had a, he has a company, it's like a non-profit organization called, um, uh, I forgot what it's called, but he has an organization that helped like put that together. But I thought that was really tight too, trying to get all these people out, like march with them to go to the polls and vote. Well, from what I heard about him, I think it was it was either him or Vic Mensa. I can't remember, but I think one of his. I think it was Chance. I think it was his dad. 
mm. was like was involved in politics at some sort of level and I think like he was like part of the Obama camp when he was in Chicago. Yeah, was that was Chance. Was that, that Chance? Chance? Yeah, that was Chance. Yeah, okay. I remember him talking about that in the interview. Yeah. So it's not surprising he's in, involved in this one. Right. One thing's for sure, you know, I'm going to miss Miss Good Old Barry. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be... It's going to be weird, actually, get... Like, he's been here so long. Yeah, and he probably had one of the best mic drops when he came out to the song, uh, You're Gonna Miss Me When I'm Gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when all this shit was going on with uh, Donald Trump and, and Hillary and shit. Like, uh, yeah. it was just, like, the perfect song. Right. <laughs> this is why, like, he's probably the coolest president ever. Yeah. <laughs> Huh? But, we'll find out soon. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, it's really cool to see a lot of musicians getting involved in um, the political, you know, climate, trying to like get people to educate themselves. It's, you know, it's important. Yeah, so. yeah. We'll see if this carries on, or if it's just this one. You know, I mean, you know, there's a lot of people who think some of them are doing it just for the. You know, promotion, the opportunistic time. If you can attach yourself to a major event, you know, then your project sort of rides the wave. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we, we will. Yeah. But speaking of voting, um, we did our own little voting last week, too, for the best of the month for October 2016. Yeah. There was three categories. There was... Best album, there was best movie trailer, which we're not going to cover in this one because the music files, and then there was best music videos. Yeah. And um, let's see who the nominees. I forget all the nominees, but for music videos, Solange, Don't Touch My Hair, Macklemore, mm-hmm. Drug Dealer, um, yeah, The Weeknd, False Alarm. Mm-hmm. ASAP Rocky or ASAP Mob Money Man slash put that on my set the little short uh, film they did yeah and then some people wrote in you know some other nominees themselves definitely for the best album we had Bonnie Vare 22 million Fantagram 3 no worries, which is Anderson Pack and Knowledge, Yes Lord and Solange. Um, a seat at the table. Yeah. And we just announced the winners of that Monday. And for best album, not a surprise to me. Best album of the month goes to <laughs> Twenty Two A Million by Bonnie Vare. Bonnie Vare. Cold-blooded. That I uh, honestly, I don't. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at the pick. Technically, he came out in September, but our ruling is the last few days up to our discretion. We'll get rolled over. Yep. This so, this was my favorite album. So <laughs> I feel you. I mean, dude gives you everything. Really, like 
excellent vocals, you know, the sampling he does, all the, all, you know, all the, cho- all the musical choices. It's like always good music to listen to. So I can never knock, I can never knock Bonnie Bear. So obviously, you know, we have a lot of say in what wins, but I took into account the the ratings from the readers that they did for our reactions to the actual album, the votes, the number of votes, and then just, you know, my personal opinion. And I won by a pretty large margin. <laughs> I think some people might be salty about the Solange, though. <laughs> some might Solange think. was a close, I would say close second. Mm-hmm. But 22 million just, it just stood out. Um, for those that didn't see my reaction, you should go check that out over there on the site, livinglifefearless.com. I do a pretty good, pretty in-depth uh, reaction to it with a video reaction as well at the top of it. And basically what it came down to me was he's just one of those artists that transcends the trends and the overall landscape of the music that's going on at the moment. It just does his own thing and still just makes it work. Right. <clears throat> He's uh it's gonna be go down in history as like one of the greats, you know? I think, in terms of new music. I mean, he's been away for five years since his last album, which is Bonnie Vare, Bonnie Vare, which is a Grammy winner, I think. Which is crazy Grammys. I wanna say maybe amazing. three Grammys. Yeah. Yeah, it was three. Or did he win two? Nominated? I know he got all types of nominations. I can't remember exactly how many he won. Okay. And and he might have got our album of the year like way back in the day. Um, Right. If he didn't get it, I know he's I know he's up there because that was one of my favorite albums of that year for sure. Oh yeah. But he's a folk artist, right? And the second album was definitely folk, and then this one is just it's a pretty big departure from. His folk roots, like he does a lot of experimentation with his vocals, mm-hmm. like he manipulates it and like makes it undulate and do all types of crazy things with his vocals. Yeah, and then he has all types of these electronic sounds playing in the background too, mixed in with the folk guitar and all that. And then, right, and he actually uses sampling this time around. Like he uses some soul, soul like soulful sampling. Yeah, he didn't the, have it wasn't very sample heavy in the first project. No, it was folk. Like it was definitely fell in line with this folk, you know, roots. Yeah. Well, I like I like the angle. Like he he came to this project, he looked like a more complete artist, like like he had accepted the role, you know, of like a, a major artist in a sense, but like in a way that he was still humble and like respected those roots. So he like kept it low key, but it was like, you know, like really dope. Yeah, it was it was a striking album to me, and it was definitely my favorite album of the month, maybe maybe of the year so far. I could see and that. Definitely, I would. I think that he definitely has some influences from Kanye in there because he's been working with Kanye ever since uh, Bonnie Ver Bonnie Ver came out. Yeah, you know, on and off. Right. And and you know how Kanye has always been known for using, you know, electronics to manipulate his vocals. Right. And you know, he just so happens to come out with them this time, so 
I mean, it's almost hard for anybody who, like, manipulates their voice to avoid influence from Kanye nowadays, because, you know, that's, like, all Kanye was. Like, like now, if you look at his development and, like, his sound, it's always, like, stuff that, like, is a sample of a voice or, like, instruments that sound like people, you know, like, he messes with, like, like the voice a lot, you know. Yeah, More so than just, like, like instruments. He thinks the voice is the most important instrument. Yeah, he's definitely the goat at that at this moment. Like, so, I, I definitely think he got influenced by, by yeah. But speaking yeah. of, uh, was it Solange? Yes, yeah, Solange. You know, I've been, I've, I've finally gave him my first real listen, like, only two weeks ago. Like, a seat at the really table. <laughs> you came to see this, and it grew, and it grew on me, and it grew like. I came it into very... it skeptical. I was like, "Oh, Solange has an album," <laughs> you know, like it was like it was like, "When's the last time you had a project?" Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if this is credible or not, but like the you know the artwork looked like very well, you know, respectable and done. And I was like, "All right, let's let's check out one of these singles." And then, like, "Don't touch my hair" was the first song I heard off the album. I actually what? don't think I could name a single Solange song before this. Nah, um, I I'm right there with you. I don't. I, I remember she did a song with her sister, Beyonce. That was her song, but I don't yeah. remember what it was called or anything like that. I just remember she, that it happened. <laughs> she was definitely getting the uh, with, with that treatment, like the girl uh, who was always. The younger sister in the Brady Bunch. Who right. was always getting overlooked. She was definitely taking that role for me. <laughs> she was not getting any love. Like I was just I just would not check for any of her stuff. No love. And and like you like it was uh Don't Touch My Hair. It was the video that mm-hmm. that made me really want to check her out. Speaking of Kanye, the video reminded me of Kanye too, like <laughs> a little Did bit. It? Like my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, the piano yeah, scene, like, a little bit, a little bit of like you know, I was like oh, okay, but that's it. Like I'm not gonna like be like oh Kanye, like you know, because I don't think Solange fucks with Kanye at all. Like probably not. You know, like I think she probably has bad things to say. Like it looks like she don't even like Hope. So like Jay-Z. But I mean, <laughs> for me, like the video was like almost like Beyonce's Lemonade video. Oh uh, yeah. Like stylistically, like the color scheme, the mm. messaging, like the themes, like it was very similar, but more of an like an artistic approach to it than hers for sure. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know who influenced who, but I wouldn't be surprised if Solange influenced the uh, Beyonce and her album, right? Yeah, you because know? Beyonce normally doesn't go that route, but I didn't know anything about Solange, so yeah, it definitely would- seemed like the more art artsy like introspective uh artist than than beyonce mm-hmm. who's more of a performer than anything yeah definitely yeah she seems more like a janelle monet of the family <laughs> but it was a i mean it was a dope album don't get like it was front to back for me yeah like that's what was amazing that was what was so surprising for me i thought i thought maybe she'd have like a few good songs but it was like a project that I could listen to front to back. It know, was without, a fully realized like, project. Uh, 
It was good. It was really good. <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, it was close. It was a close, close. <laughs> then what close else came second. Out? Close second, yeah. Oh, I just I just looked it up. Her last album, I think, was uh, True in 2012. I like, I couldn't say. I uh, couldn't tell you. Four years. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't tell you the name of a song. <laughs> what else came out? A lot. Uh, let's talk about Meek Mill, DC Four. So <laughs> Meek Mill, Dream has Chasers. He done, has he done enough? <laughs> To redeem himself. Dream Chasers 4. <laughs> well, the highly anticipated for Meek fans, DC4. He's been hyping this for over a year now. Over so. a year. Before. I believe he was talking about this before there was ever Drake Meek Mill beats. This was like right around that same time he, he announced it. Yeah. So... It's here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Have you heard it? <laughs> Let us know in the comments. <laughs> but yeah, so DC4 came out. I'm not going to lie. I was a little skeptical once again just because, you know, for me, Meek's not my style. But uh-huh. he definitely has some bars that I'm like, oh, okay. You know, like that don't keep me invested. Like, I'm like, all right, I'll still check for you, but I'm not sure. And you know he 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 delivered some some fire tracks. I'm not gonna lie, there were some fire tracks. Everybody that's heard it, I'm sure will agree with me that Liddy again is mm-hmm. Liddy again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably the most fire track on the whole project. Maybe top two. You know, there's another one I'm trying to think of. I'll have to look it up real quick. But yeah, I mean, other than that though, it's it's regular Meek Mill to me it's just like mixtape Meek but in an album project what do you think for me this shit's fire 100 like front to back there are a couple tracks that I could do without there's not I won't say there's any <laughs> track that I could uh, I won't say there's any track that I just think is absolutely terrible and like you know would leave off my playlist but Mm-hmm. There are definitely some songs that after you hear like once or twice, you don't need, not only need to hear it again, you know. Um, yeah. For me, it's like the difference and lights out. Uh, mm-hmm. I can I can do without, but <laughs> yeah, I can do without those. But like uh, songs like Blue Notes, yeah, he has some. He spits some very. Very real bars on that real, song. Real, yeah, he did. He did. Shine, he spits some very, very real bars on that song. I like that song. That's probably, that's a good feel-good song. I like that song. Shine. Like, he he did exactly what he needed to do, man. He just came out with some hard-ass music and some songs that will definitely get played in the club. Right. And he always has a fire intro. On the regular is a fire intro. He like just starts off like, is well, like, here you go. Hyped immediately. <laughs> it's crazy. No, it's true. He does. The intro, that's why I was like, His intro is fire. This is fire. Like, when I started playing it, though, I was mad that I was enjoying it so much. I was like, <laughs> what? 
like, Everybody wants to give him all these L's, but he did exactly what he needed to do, and he came out and he dropped some good ass fucking music. And just let that shit speak for himself. It's true, we did, he did. And the, uh, the one thing he always puts in a a fucking sick ass little Snoop verse. Man, oh my god. Okay, I'm so glad you brought that up. That and was that a Snoop verse. Oh, he's so mad. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was a run it back. Like, oh, I ran the first oh time I heard God. it. I ran that verse back probably like four or five times. As soon as I heard it, I was like, "Ugh!" And I forgot that was Little Snoop. And I was like, "Wait, that was Little Snoop." I was like, "Run it back right now!" Not not just because it's R.I.P., but because the bars were like disgusting. Like it was fire. Like when he came in on that, I was like, "Ugh!" I wanted more. Just... I wanted more Little Snoop. I was like, "What?" That's so. That was so sad. But like such a great. Uh, you know, addition to the project. Yeah, I think it's dope that he continued, you know, to put shine on his on little homie. Yeah, it's definitely a case of what could have been because his bars are always. You could just tell, like he was, he was it, bro. Like he was he ready, was it, man. He was so ready. Every, every time Snoop. I hear Snoop on like spit a verse, I'm just like, yo, this dude was ready, man. Right. He was so, not, yeah, he would have been slaying right now. Like it's kinda sad he's not in the game. Very, very sad. So Liddy, like I said, so for me on the regular, Liddy, Shine, uh, Blue Notes. What about Froze? Outro. Mm, Froze is okay. Ooh. It gets so a little y'all that don't me. know, Froze is the one with uh, his wife. Lil Uzi and wife. yeah, Lil Uzi and his wifey, Nicki Minaj. Way up, way up goes hard too. Way up does go, yeah. Way up goes hard. <laughs> he did right. what he did what he needed to do, man. He he put out just dope music, yeah. So people can just shut the fuck up now, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if they're gonna be quiet. I don't know if it nah. silenced anybody because he mentioned uh, some stuff. I think still. it silenced. You mentioned I think some stuff. There were some bars that they put in there that weren't like they weren't satisfactory for me, at least in reference to the situation. But the whole project was great. So like, there's no beef really. There, he doesn't really. I mean, he touched on it a little bit, but he don't really touch on it. You know, there's no right. diss songs. No, there's nothing. There's no diss song. There's no. Uh, well, speaking of this month in music, there's no The Games. Uh, 92 dissing, bars. Yeah, 92 bars. There's nothing like that at all in Meek's project, which is actually really nice. It's like it's just like straight to the point music. It's like, not finally drama. It, it's smart for him because why would he want to bring attention back to that? Like he's trying to get away from those situations. True. I mean, maybe he would have got a, more, a few more units, you know? Like, a few more streams. I think at this point, his best hope is just to hope that motherfucker just blows over. I don't know, man. I mean, yeah, hopefully. But he's going to have to... Like, he created a lot of hype for this project. And, like, off first week sales, you can see that a little but it's bit not of it... He lost album, a little though. bit. It's a mixtape. He offered it for DC free. He's selling it. It doesn't matter. It's but he's DC also four. offering it for free. It doesn't matter. Well, then, let's talk about our other, you know, street thug rap homeboy. Who's our who's our favorite? Jeezy? Jeezy came back out. Trapper Die 3. Trapper Die 3. So, 
Jeezy, honestly, I think his promo was weaker. I don't think people were on the, like, Jeezy wasn't on the radar for releasing, I think. Jeezy and there wasn't even problem. no like there wasn't no like anticipation for a year blah blah, blah. and Jeezy beat Meek Mill on first week sales Jeezy got a core fan base that people will follow him <laughs> no matter what he does Jeezy came out hard like so that's what I'm saying it's like Meek Mill is in this in this this limelight and like I'm trying to dodge stuff and put out some good music but yeah, but which song? Like you go still, to the club, which who are you gonna hear more in the club? Songs from BC Four or Tribe I Three? Where where are you at in the country? <laughs> Majority of the country, you're gonna hear. You'll probably tracks hear from BC Four. Yeah, you'll probably hear more, and that's if either of their tracks get into the club. Liddy's gonna get into the club. Liddy's gonna get into the club because the Tory Liddy's for sure getting into the club. That's my biggest concern with Meek Mill is that. Most of his his best songs have a fire feature. <laughs> what are you gonna do without a fire feature, Meek? We that's what the public wants to know. <laughs> Look, his intros are some of the best intros in the game. These are facts with super fire features most of the time. Like, <sighs> he'll be all right. But yeah, there was another song. big album that came out. Uh, <laughs> Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga came back. Lady Gaga, yo. I was surprised. That was new. Like, I, I scanned. I didn't get to like give it a proper listening session. I'll say but, this is the first album of hers I've given a full listen to. Yeah. Normally, it's I just hear the singles, you know, like everybody, and then mm-hmm. just know she's normally not my my steez. But this is the first one I gave a, a full listen to. So, for me, all I'll say is, she seems subdued, you know? Like, <laughs> stripped down, you know, uh, from her normal style, which is all about spectacle, for sure. Yeah, it's almost was like makeup off, you know? Like, almost grounded, like she's trying to get kind of personal, but doesn't really get there, you know? Yeah, it was And it was I don't weird. know if it works. I don't know if it works. Cause she did a lot of, uh, she even did some like country, almost almost country. Yeah, songs. that's what I'm saying. Like the vibe. What is with this? Like, okay, all the all the top hot like female musicians right now are doing country songs that aren't country artists. Yeah, it's like they're trying. Alicia I, Keys I has a country song on her new project. Who's that? Alicia Keys on her project Free. She has a song. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, and that one's about her about mobs and Beyonce's about dads and I forgot what Lady Gaga's is about, but they're all Lady Gaga got like four. Yeah, <laughs> like, like four yeah, exactly. Like, but I mean, the title's Joanne. Like, yeah, that is a weird trend. <laughs> the, the album. That's what I was like. Wait, Lady Gaga dropped the album? Why didn't I hear about this? And, and I was like, it must have been the vibes. Like she was. In, this isn't like, that, that pop trying? culture superstar icon. You know, like this is this is her stripping it back a little bit. Yeah, it's like I don't know if they're trying to appeal to some new audience or whatnot, but it's, it is a weird trend. Um, for me, when you hear Lady Gaga, you don't expect that type of music that's on the album necessarily. Mm-hmm. So I don't really, I don't know. You always expect her to take like crazy risks, kind of, 
and yeah. be all like all out with the spectacle and the visuals and the the sounds. This one was very stripped back, and I don't know. It was just okay. Yeah, I can see that. Again, I've never listened to all of her other albums. I'm just going off of this, the previous songs I've heard. Right. And this one is just okay. Like, it was like, okay, this happened. Mm-hmm. When you compare it to, like, Solange, it just A complete is, project. You know, like, stripped yeah. back naturally. It just doesn't stack up for me. No, that's what it was like to me when I was listening to Lady Gaga's project. It felt incomplete. Like, it wasn't... Like, the sincerity wasn't... It didn't come across 100%. No. Like, for Solange, it felt like this is what she has. This is what she's given us. Her all in her zone. And then, like, you listen to the Gaga Project, and you're like, is this something she's trying right now? Like, Mm. you know, it wasn't like... It was like, I don't know if it's... How genuine I could take it, because I'm not sure if this is, like, you or, like... Your brand trying to trying appeal to, to somebody. That's what I'm saying. I don't know yeah. if they're trying to appeal to a new audience. It was. It just seemed. It just seemed like out of nowhere. But then, like it was. It didn't fully pull off. Like if it was fully pulled off, and like, like oh wow, that song really made me like reflect, kind of stuff. You know, maybe. But like the it, vibes, it wasn't. It wasn't peeled back enough. Like you can do it. It seemed acoustic. forced. Yeah, but they were like fully mastered stripped down acoustics so it's like there's none of the grain of like the fingers on the chords kind of stuff it was really clean and it was still stripped back so it's like really weird to me honestly yeah I, it was just whatever but, but <laughs> that brought me to two more projects that are definitely not whatever that are both fire okay yes lord caught uh, by no worries which is Anderson Pack and Knowledge. Knowledge is a West Coast rapper, very little known, but they teamed up and they've been teasing this album for a while. Yeah. And they finally dropped it. I always like when Knowledge drops bars. I mean, I've seen him on a couple of features and stuff. He's waiting. For yeah, he, he doesn't. I don't, he's not that big, but Anderson Pack definitely is now. He's definitely arrived. Yeah, Anderson Pack. Yes, Lord is. Absolute fire. Yeah. If you love funk, like I love funk and mm-hmm. soul, like with hip hop influences, like definitely that like funk kind of hip hop stuff. And there's a song, Suede, which is the song that started the whole collaboration between them. Yeah. And if you haven't heard it, you need to hear it. It's so fire. Right. I love that he's bringing, you know, the hip hop back. I mean the funk back into hip hop. Like I love that about Anderson Pac is bringing back funk for sure. That dude, anytime I've seen him in videos or like heard his, he music, gets live. It's live. Just it's just you're like that dude is is there. He's present. Like he's yeah, enjoying right. his yeah. his moments and like taking it all seriously, but not being like uptight. Like he's a real dude. It's it's really cool. To see, you know, like that kind of freedom expressed, like in an artist. So yeah, check out Anderson Park. I really, I really dig his stuff. One of the hottest out there. And then there was Cozy, the Cozy, Cozy, Cozy tapes, tapes Volume One. Volume One, yeah. ASAP Mob, but it's really ASAP Rocky featuring some other people. 
ASAP Rocky featuring friends, like <laughs> friends. ASAP Rocky and friends, like. <laughs> which is honestly how I prefer to hear my ASAP mob. But so. no, that's they they played it smart this time. That was my problem with the other things they did together. Was like ASAP Rocky needs to like trickle them out better. Like the way Ferg came out was perfect, but like the other Ferg artists, is the only other legitimate. Artist, ASAP. I would say, right now, and ASAP, ASAP Mob. Yeah, no, it's they, true. They've been trying to put on ASAP 12V and ASAP Nash for the longest time, and it's just, <laughs> I don't see that ever happening. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, for real. Honestly, in none of the other dudes' like features were really like terribly standout-ish for me in the, in the project. I will, say, I will say Nasty's World was a dope song. Yeah. That was no no Rocky. It was just a seven a seven nast. Right. That's true. Let's see. I mean, there were a lot was, of dope songs on there. What was your favorite song? Oof. Um. I mean, there were a couple though. There were a couple telephone calls. Um. Whoops. Yeah, that was dope. That got a dope uh dope verse from Tyler. Yeah, Tyler the Creator was on the, and he came in heavy, like, in a weird, like, it wasn't as comical as some of his, like, oh, I'm playing around because I'm Tyler the Creator shit, and, uh, I like, I really like that verse on there. My other, I mean, I'm looking at, uh, Crazy Brazy, I like that song, mm-hmm. um, I mean, Nasty Squirrels is dope, Nasty Squirrels is pretty cool. The Amborghini Put that on my High. Set. Put that on my set. It's probably top two. That's probably my. It's probably my favorite song after the tape. Yeah, put yeah. that on my set. I love the way they flipped uh, the Dre sample from the Chronic. Yeah, that was clean. Put that on my set is probably the the most like hood track, like like old school meets new school. Yeah, music in the car kind of shit. Yeah, the vibes is crazy. I love that song, yeah. But then Telephone That's Calls for me would be like my second after that, I would say. Put that on my set, the Telephone Calls. Hmm. Then Crazy Brazy. I don't know why I like Crazy Brazy so much. I just like, that's like one of my go-to songs off the, <laughs> off the track. But, oh, and then there was a weird, um, there was another weird project that came out. It's not really like an artist release per se, but it's like a mashup. You see that um, MF Doom crossed with Sade tape? No. Oh, they put out, somebody put out an MF Doom um, Sade mashup. And it's um, seven tracks where it's like Sade vibes and Sade beats. And then MF Doom verses that come into the cut. And you're like, wait, what? But if you know about MF Doom, the way he like spits, he's kinda like like a ghost face killer, somebody with like credi- like crazy wordplay and like, you know, a lot of like change ups. But it was a crazy project. I was actually really vibing to it because it was so smooth because of the Sade aspect. Mm-hmm. But then it had this like hard hitting nineties rap vibe to it and it was crazy. So I, I like that project. Um, it was called um, Sade Villain. 
Okay. Yeah, check out Sade villain. That was tight. Yeah, I don't. I my I don't really know MF. I know a little bit MF Doom, but I don't know a ton. He's he's very underground. Oh, super underground. I was never like a full fledged fan, and I'm sorry for you full fledged fans that I said <laughs> that because I know you're mad. Like what? You don't know. I'm MF not either. Doom. The I'm man not with either. the mask, like, <laughs> like he was rocking out when Premier, when DJ Premier was out here, like he was doing heavy, heavy underground work. But, but the best crossover tape I've ever heard was Coldplay times Jay Z, and it was called Jay-Z. the Grey Album. Yeah, that was that's the best one ever made. The Grey Album that, is the best that is one ever. By made. far, my favorite crossover tape ever made. That shit was so fire. There's nothing that compares. I forget who did it. It was um, if somebody Cooking Soul, mm. Cooking Soul did it, and it was absolutely fire. So that's another crossover tape from the a blast from the past that came out a while ago. But I don't think yeah. a lot of people heard it. But if right. you have not heard the gray, if album, you haven't heard the gray album, you crazy. You like, need go to go find listen to that. It. Yeah, go find right it. It's now. free. Jay Z, Coldplay. Super dope. Super dope. Vibes. But other than that, I mean, yeah, uh, there's a few other releases. Two Chains still at it with Hibachi for Lunch. Ah, the Hibachi for Lunch. Which is actually a really dope tape. It's like he's trying to get back on his true wave because some of those songs are fire. It sounds, it, it, it feels like the same old vibes, but like, it's a little bit more new hype. He just needs a he needs a song that's as big as Riot. Yeah, he again. needs something that's like he needs a, riot a killer that that rides the top ten. Like you need some like because there's nothing out there. Those two crazy. I mean, doors open. It's doors open off of Hibachi. That's my favorite track. He's just pulling out really really solid shit right now. Yeah, but futures um, on that track. So I mean. Joe Budden, raging Joe the machine. Budden. Raged and it's actually a very dope album. I have a reaction coming out very soon. Um, you know, he's always good for some bars, some really oh, yeah. good bars. So Joe Budden is hit or miss, and like you know, he nah, but some this, songs for sure on this project. He definitely, I think this is yeah, this is one of his better projects for sure. And yeah, actually, a lot of people voted for this one rap for album. best, and and a lot of people voted for this one for the best album. Mm. So. I mean, he was focused. It was interesting seeing this this Joe Budden. You know? Yeah, I think it was only what ten tracks. Did yeah, he kept it real low key. Like it wasn't. So he was in the eleven out, tracks, not too and he crazy, went right in yeah. like interludes or nothing like that. Was... Um, what'd you think about Dave East, Kari Chanel? Ooh, I haven't given a full listen. I'm still I'm working with it. It's vibes though. It's different. What do you think? It's um, it's very dope. It's like a throwback for sure to like the late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah, that's why I was um, like stuck. I was like, I'm not, I'm not sure how I feel right now. Like, that's the only thing. I, that's the only real problem I have with it is that like, <laughs> it's it's fucking it's dope, and he can he can really spit. It's just like I don't know how far he's gonna go. Keep right. going to this throwback sound, and because it definitely sounds like some early or late nineties, early two thousand, like Harlem music for sure. Yeah, 
But that's my but problem. He even has nods to uh, Cameron a lot. Uh, he got a song called SDE, which is Cameron's first album, which mm-hmm. is my favorite actual song off the whole uh, tape he had. Yeah. So he's definitely in love with the old school sound, but and I appreciate it because I love that stuff. But like, I don't know how how much play that's gonna get nowadays. Right. Yeah, I don't know, man. I might have to give it a few more listens before I can um, like before I can say I love it or not. Like, I don't know if we'll see. It's like, at least one song will be on repeat. That Cameron joint. I mean, not the camera joint. Cameron's not on it, but um, that one song. What's it called again? Is it you talking about SDE? Yeah, yeah. Cameron is is on it. Oh, he it is. is on it. Yeah, he got he got Cameron to feature on it. That's right. That's so the it, only I, track that I care about. That's the only one. That's the only. Yeah, track. That's just hard. That's just hard. So basically, I just want to see another project. You know. Yeah, he's got to. I gotta see. His next one. See if he continues this or tries to update a little bit. Yep. Because Joey Badass tried to, you know, go back to and that. I was just about to say that. I stalled like, him Joey out. Bad. And, uh, but Joey Badass went early 90s hip-hop. Like, yeah. Really <laughs> <No>. outdated. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, man, this is cool. And like, I'm glad. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like this. But if I want to hear some early 90s shit, I, I'm going to go listen to some early 90s shit. Yeah. So it definitely stalled him out with me. Yeah. It just got old. So we'll see. We'll see what this next next one what he does. Right. I don't know if we ever talked about um, Eminem's drop that song campaign Ooh. speech. We never. No, talked we did about not. That. No. <laughs> that was like a that was a release. Like that was like some like wait what? How, How long Eminem was it? Just... Like seventeen minutes something like that. That shit is long. Like I don't know. Let me look. The version I got seven minutes and forty seven seconds, but I might, it might have be. Looked. I don't know. It might be. It might have just felt like seventeen minutes. It's a long. It's a long song. I mean, seven def- minutes, like almost eight minutes for a song, is still long. Like, yeah, he definitely. And it's just bars. Like I don't need. It's to- just wordplay, really. Yeah, there was no hook, right? No, it was just straight lyrics and yeah. just straight wordplay. Like an eight minute song with no hook. Like <laughs> Eminem. And you listen the whole time. Like it was disgusting. It was crazy. Yeah, it's, it's seven minutes and 50 seconds about. Yeah. Wow. Um, it's dope. Definitely. Yeah. For one, it shows why he's one of the best to ever do it, for sure. Right. And I think it's just him announcing that he's got something in the works. Yeah, definitely. That's what I think it is. It's like, hey, don't forget, I can, I yeah, can come out. I can, I can, I can do this. let one go at any moment. Like, <laughs> you know. Um. Yeah. If you guys haven't heard it, go watch it on YouTube and watch it with the uh, <coughs> those closed captions on. Oh yeah. The closed captions actually do a really good job of getting the lyrics right. Yeah. So, I don't know, it's dope. I just, honestly, I didn't like Marshall Mathers LP 2 that much. Mm-hmm. So. I felt like he forced a couple too many songs. Like, kind of iffy for me right now. Yeah. 
but his early stuff is always, you know, some of my favorite stuff. Right. But speaking of how we started the uh, podcast um, with the political stuff, the song yep. was called Campaign Speech, and he did mention called Campaign Speech. some political Trump. stuff. He mentioned Donald Trump. Specifically. Um, specifically used his name. Um, he actually had this really dope line about George Zimmerman, which I won't say, but you can definitely listen to the album. <laughs> you remember that one, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was fire. That was like, I was like, ooh, he's going at that too? Like, shit. But, yeah. Eminem's a wordsmith. We all know. But For sure. Drop something to prove it one, one more time. <laughs> I mean, times like this, it just makes me wonder, like, if Pac was still here, man. <laughs> I mean, like, or honestly. Biggie. Both. If they were both here, well, like, shit. Specifically Pac, though, because Pac's he was lives. always talking about political shit and shit that's going on in society. Right. And... We don't really have... I mean, we have Kendrick, I guess. Yeah. But I don't think as in-your-face as Pac was. Right. With it. I know. I feel like I can hear Pac saying, like, Black Lives Matter, like, yelling at the camera right now. Like, I I just feel like so much shit he was saying is still, like, the same thing, you know? Yeah. Like, he could be on the streets right now and play his career, and, like, it would be the same, like... Like, I think I could take clips of songs and play them now, and you would think that he's talking about something that just happened last week. Oh, yeah. Easily. Like, Changes? Everybody, well, everybody should know Tupac's song, Changes. Like, I don't know how you've lived this song and not heard it yet, but Changes is an obvious choice for, like, political climate. Um, I mean, if you don't like Pac, we probably can't ever be friends. Um <laughs> True. <laughs> Just be honest. Like like little Yachty, like he'll never get played from oh me ever again. Oh my god. I'm exactly. not even gonna give him too much time, but he'll never get played from me about again. Little Yachty. I was just complaining. I was like, how many songs he gotta be on? Every time I hear his voice I'm mad. Like, does that happen to you? Like every time he comes on a track, yeah, I'm pissed annoying. because it's not good enough. It's it's it just it just does enough. It's like okay, yeah, that's that's what we need right there. It's and annoying, then, and then he just says so much dumb shit outside of his music and stupid shit. Calling it's like you're not Pac even close to a rock star, bro. Come calling on, Pac, calling Pac and and Big overrated and calling himself a rock star. It's just like yo, gonna never get played from me. I mean, but this is from a dude. Who I believe thinks that Drake is the greatest rapper of all time. Yeah. Of all time. Drake doesn't even think that. I'm a Drake fan, but there's no way in hell Drake can be the number one rapper of all time. Drake doesn't even believe that. Drake Drake knows that. He can never say he's number one ever. He'll say maybe right now. He can say right now. He's not going to say ever. I wouldn't even give him right now. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily. It just depends on what players. For me, it's Cole and Kendrick atop above Drake. Comes when it comes to just straight rapping, yeah. Yeah, when it comes to rap, for me it's Kendrick for sure, and Cole for sure, and then Drake. Yeah, when it comes to just pure rapping, yeah. Yeah, I put them three up there. Honestly, though, 
I would put Drake above Cole. I'd put I'd say Kendrick Drake Cole. And the, and people are gonna hate that. And and the only reason is because I don't have to just look at one project with Drake. I can just pick my favorite songs from like the four. And and that's enough music to equal the two projects that like Kendrick got out and like Cole got out. Yeah, but that first, but that first that first one that Kendrick let off was a classic. That one's stupid. That's like the chronic of our generation. Yes, that that's like that's ridiculous. untouchable. I don't care what nobody says. That's untouchable. Like if you and Forest Hills Drive was absolutely crazy too. Forest Hills Drive was crazy. I wish he would have like picked a different like release date so he could have like got some of these awards because uh, he he released it at, in like December. Or some he was shit. nominated. Yeah, but that was like the fi- nobody got time to sit with it like that. Like the the hype was all over the place. <sighs> Kendrick was gonna get it regardless, but he shouldn't have gotten <laughs> this one. He should have got the first one, but he should not have gotten. Should have got the first one, and that was J Cole's. That was my issue. I was like, Yo, Forest Hills Drive. That's J Cole's best shit ever. That was and- J J Cole should have got that one, and you know whatever. Yeah, it happened. <laughs> But uh, let me think Anything else? Not really Um, I got some reactions coming up That I'm gonna drop Once all this political shit And craziness back home Dies down for a little bit And uh, Yeah so expect my reactions from Gaga The new Gaga You're gonna do Common right? I'm going to do the new Common. I'm going to do Alicia Keys, DC4, Trevor Die, uh, Cozy Tapes. Yeah, I got I got some stuff coming up. Yeah. And Yes, Lord. So. Mm-hmm. And the Joe Butter one. So expect yeah. that over the next you know week or two. Can catch up with all this music. And, you know, hopefully we have a female president. <laughs> right? So. Here's hoping. If you disagree, I don't give a shit. (laughs) Sorry. But this is America. But, you know, in in South Park fashion, be like, I'm sorry. I thought this was America. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Please, Uh, go go read our feature um, about South Park and how they're just fucking brilliant with their social commentary. Especially this year. So go check that out if you haven't already on livinglifefearless.co. And subscribe, of course. Join our mailing list. And every week we will provide you guys with dope content as well as some exclusives. And if you have not, go check out our YouTube channel where I post a lot of my video reactions to a lot of the music that comes out along with other stuff like movies and shows. Oh, yeah. So subscribe, like, follow. Do it all, and thanks for listening. This has been another episode of Living Life Fearless Music Files. Yep. Uh, episode four. Volume four. Volume four. We'll see y'all next time. Thanks. See y'all next time. In two weeks. Two Peace. weeks. Peace.